0: This is Create the Next from Pro CFO Partners, where every week we explore strategies and ideas for financial management and growth to help today's businesses put their financial picture in context.
1: Welcome back to Create the Next. I'm Chris Bentliff, and I'm here with co-founder, managing partner of Pro CFO Partners, Hale Fardi. And Hale, it's great to see you again. And you and I were having a conversation last week uh, that really kind of opened my mind to some new ideas uh, around goal planning. But you were bringing in the idea of values, company values, and uh, themes. Like, what do we what do we want to be? Who who do we want to be? Which is such a departure from, okay, gang, what's our revenue goal, and you know, what's our market penetration goal, and things like that. So, welcome back, and let's start with that idea of themes. What do you mean? What should I, as a business leader, be thinking about thematically about my company when I'm trying to set goals, create goals?
2: Uh, thank you. <laughs> Um, In terms of themes, let's go back to setting goals. And uh, the fact that you say as a business owner, it goes back to what is a business owner, right? Right now, every business owner is considered an entrepreneur. Mm. And uh, so what's what's that definition of entrepreneur? It's not just a business owner. It's a person who's solving a problem in the market. Mm. It's a person who's innovating. That's a true entrepreneur. That's the distinction between entrepreneur and business owner. I think that definition's been lost.
1: That is a really interesting point. So tell me more about that. Why do you think that definition's been lost? You're right. Business owner equals entrepreneur, but for me, entrepreneur gets into uh, a spirit of investigation, a restlessness with the status quo, uh, an idea uh, haver, a thing creator. Uh, exactly. Is that what you mean by entrepreneur?
2: All of those are themes. All of those are themes. So if you're a franchise owner, you're not an entrepreneur, you're a business owner. Uh-huh. But people consider that, you know, the problems have been solved for you and a template that they believe will work in a certain market has been created. So I believe that every successful business owner, every successful business owner is actually an entrepreneur. And that's where the definition has gotten lost. And when you look at pro CFO partners, and we say four out of five companies fail, and we want to change those metrics, is to bring into our annual planning the fact that an entrepreneur is solving a problem, whether it's internal to your business and external, and your annual goals need to be planned around that.
1: All right, so do I, as, a, as a, either a business owner or entrepreneur, do I first need to sort of reconnect with who I am? And, uh, and, you know, my own personal definition of those things and then bring that sort of thematically into company-wide managerial or how do I, I don't know, practically internalize and then articulate this idea of entrepreneurism when it comes to leading my team through this time?
2: You know, that's a great question. And invariably, we end up talking about that, but let's generalize it and scale it for all businesses. Because if I go to a CEO or a business owner and say, let's connect with who you really are, they're going to just look at right. me and, you know, woo-woo, uh, uh, <laughs> I have an executive coach from that or my wife or my partner. Uh, or uh, So I, It's a. it is an internal, it's like, what problem have we kept repeating? What goal did we have last year that we didn't solve and we're abandoning? Why was it a goal and why are we abandoning it? Okay. What new problem is in the market that we have actually everything we need to solve it, but we're not even addressing? And so it is an internal look, but it is not a personal look. It's a business internal look.
1: I love that distinction. And you're right. It's really important. So why have I not been hitting those things why do I keep abandoning those things why why am I so excited about it in November and by April it's crickets what what is it that's getting in my way
2: what is it that's getting in my way there's a actually brought it here to show there's a you know I love I love business books and best practices and uh, the founder of square has a book called the innovation stack and he's talking about how every successful entrepreneur actually has an innovation stack it's very similar to our flywheel And if you take one of these components of the innovation stack out, you won't be able to cross that next, create the next great product or the great next thing. And for him, it's like he was a glass blower and he's talking about the client calls and wants to take this ugly piece of glass in his shelf. He thinks, oh, my God, it's inventory I already have. I get to spring clean and get some cash flow. And he doesn't take American Express. So he loses the business. That's how really Square started. He just happens to be friends with the founder of Twitter, I think. Awesome. So, yeah. But but they go in and they decide, okay, the first thing they want to do is they want to have give small business access to this at a cheap price. Well, that's the first level in their stack, right? And then if it's cheap, how do we make money? Next, 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 next. That to me is the themes of it's thematic as well as problem solving, But it started with a theme of, I want to be innovative. I want to give access to. It wasn't, I want to hit 20 million. And we talk about this all the time. How many businesses start their annual planning with a measurable target? And today, I want to talk about what is your theme, Chris? What is our theme? And if it's for us, it's elevate and innovate. What does that even mean?
1: What does that mean?
2: What does that mean? To do everything. When Nelson and I started the business, we wanted to do it better. And what does that mean to us? This year, we use the word elevate to do it better. It's we already have. We It's working. And the market loves what we do. And we are having impact. We're very, 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 very fortunate and happy. But how do we do it better? So for us, elevate actually means going internal. And really looking at what we're doing and saying, how can we do it even better? So it's not about do it bigger. It's not about broadcast it more. For us, it's about really looking at the levers that we're contributing at a deeper level. Our impact, if we're going to measure it, is a bigger impact, financial impact. For us, Elevate is actually looking internally and making sure we have a better offering. That's what elevate means to us.
1: So you chose a kind of conceptual or even philosophical uh, word, elevate, it could mean anything. It
2: could mean anything.
1: And then you gave it meaning. Yes. And, it, and it's an internal conversation. The market doesn't need to know what you mean. You need to know what you mean. And once you understood that or put some boundaries around elevate, same with elevate, yeah. once you put some boundaries around that, then you are able to say, um, All right. So now, what are the levers that we have to turn? What are or or that we have to pull? What are the screws we need to turn? Which ones are too tight? Which ones are not tight enough? Which ones don't we even have yet? Are you starting? um, Do you start sort of small and easy? Because I'm going back to your square analogy. I Said let's let's start with small businesses. Yes. Start with something sort of we can picture that pretty easily, and then you let success beget success. Or do you start with and it would great? We want world domination, but to get there, we need to start with this little thing. How do I?
2: How do I envision Good. that? It's great. I mean, it's not success begets success. Success begets failure, which begets innovation, which begets success, My which word. begets failure, which begets see, innovation,
1: we, which begets success. That's, that's yeah, a, and that, that's actually
2: it's Just top of mind of innovation stack, but it's also our flywheel. We'll solve it. It's it. You know, you go around the flywheel. You have profit. You have to have new goals. Uh, and in terms of words, we have client that their word this year is integrity. Okay. Look how interesting that is. Integrity for them is the is each person doing the work with integrity. For them, it's again about quality of service, but they didn't say oh quality; they used it integrity because they want buy-in from the staff.
1: Ah. That's a great point. Using the words you choose, the language that you use is important. It gives meaning. Uh, And and especially where you're trying to get others on board. So elevate, as we said before, if if you don't give it the context, it doesn't have meaning and everybody's left to their own devices and it can get into that sort of cerebral woo-woo, this I, I tune out. But as soon as you're able to say to your team, and here's what we mean, let's all figure out a way to get in lockstep with that. now. I'm starting to work towards goals, yes?
0: Create the Next is brought to you by Pro CFO Partners, who believe every business deserves to work with an expert CFO to guide its success. Pro CFO Partners are expert financial officers networked across industries, verticals, specializations, and situations. Fulfilling the role of a part-time CFO with all-time commitment Pro CFO Partners utilizes the innovative and exclusive FGC financial flywheel as a framework that creates momentum to drive your financial functions for sustainable success. Visit ProCFOPartners.com to explore how we can implement a systematic and scalable financial system to help you achieve your goal. ProCFOPartners.com
2: Exactly, exactly, exactly. In terms of Square, it was give access to small business to credit cards. I don't know if you remember, but just to get a credit card machine, what well, could go anywhere from four hundred to nine hundred dollars, and yeah, small couldn't afford that. Yeah. And then every transaction. So for them, the idea, if I were working with them, I'd say it was access was their theme. Ah. And then they start. Okay, what does it mean? Is it price? Is it ease of equipment use? Is it the fee is not just the price of the equipment, but the fee that we charge is not prohibitive for small businesses because American Express used to charge four and a half, five percent and a transaction fee. That's prohibitive for a small business. So they started with the theme access, as how I look at it. They don't know that's what they started with. But uh, you know, for us, that's and then we built the goals around it, and then we do that. Okay, how do we innovate to achieve each one of these? The interesting thing is if you're entrepreneurial organization, people say, oh, well, new people are building new things all the time. But that also applies to a third generation business.
1: Yeah. So when you and Nelson are, because now I want to start to I want to start to embody this as a business leader who's hearing this and getting into goal planning. When How did you, where did this idea of elevate come from? Was it the idea of elevate and then you get it meaning? Or did you have a bunch of sort of uh, illustrations and then it was like, you know what, all these together means elevation? Because I want to have a little bit of context around, okay, I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down, Holly, but where do I start? Like, how do I... How do I start to bring that to life in my own organization? Whatever it is, integrity or elevation or innovation or, you know, uh, social uh, responsibility or whatever it is, how do I start that conversation?
2: Yes. Uh, First of all, because you said social responsibility and it's such a theme for many companies this year, DEI, what does that really mean?
1: Diversity, equity, inclusion. What does that really mean inside my organization?
2: What does it mean to the organization? Does it mean have a, you know, colorful staff? What does that mean? Are you taking that to a market and making sure that you're availing opportunity to other companies as well? Mm -hmm. When you're placing an ad, are you placing an ad in places that people of color would look for? Are you going to universities of a different tier? And I mean, what does it mean?
1: Attracting talent that is outside whatever, maybe the status quo is great question. So in in that space, it's very buzzy to get into this idea of let's increase diversity or appreciate, or let's, let's, you know, tweet out our statement of, of acceptance or whatever, but what are we really doing uh, to practice that? Is that, am I hearing you?
2: Yes, absolutely. And just on that theme, because we're CFOs, even in recruiting, we could save money. I mean, it could have a financial impact if you're going to a different channel, not only are you supporting your theme of diversity and inclusion, But you're looking at, well, if I go through this university channel, I won't have to pay recruiters. Yes. You see, so it becomes financial. But to go back to your question about Nelson and I, the idea of Pro CFO Partners was started on, we can do it better. That is, those are words that were the, I do. I mean, I said, I do to Nelson saying, we can do it better. Mm -hmm. So as I had the idea of, Creating a framework for financial management and growth. Not only did he see the vision, but it's how can we go and contribute in a better way? And throughout our time together, we've always said, does this activity, is this better? That's what's in the market. Will this help the CFOs better communicate with their clients? Does this give the client a better understanding of what a CFO does? Are we able to implement and integrate best practices in an organization better than an advising consultant? Hmm. So now that we've done this and we have market validation, we're saying, okay, it's proven. How do we then now elevate it? And that's our theme that we're looking at. And we're realizing that one of the ways is standardization. Okay. You see, so it's become a goal this year. How do we create the tools for our CFOs? With really, I mean, we're. I mean, I'm. I'm more. I'm speechless about what the impact we're having right now. Yeah, you know, and we joke because one of the examples is from a horse farm to you know flood projection to. I mean, we're really we're really taken aback as we look at the impact that we're having, and. So how do we then do it better that the quality of the work at the level that the horse farm is getting is the same as high tech is the same as brick and mortar is the same as, so that's how we're doing it.
1: I love, uh, there's two things I really want to unpack with that. One is when you start to give um, context to what that sort of, uh, sort of key phrase or that initiative kind of uh, uh, mindset, you start to be able to develop um, tactics around it. Like for you, you said, you know what, one of the things that's going to help us do that is a better structure, better sort of uh, predictability um, and a a scaffolding for um, consistency.
0: Yes.
1: What that does is it both creates key performance indicators. Yes. I can start to say, well, am I elevating? Am I doing these things? If you can kind of segment that, but also this idea of uh, checks and balances. I love that you and Nelson are saying, does this X make us better? Can we do this better? And if you have that thing in front of you where you can say, does this satisfy that? And if the answer is no, you can quickly say, we either need to figure out a way for it to say yes, or this isn't worth our time because maybe next year, but this year we said we're going to focus on these things. Are you finding that that's true? And are you finding that that's among the value as companies sort of start to enlist this stuff, that it gives you some boundaries within which to color instead of always shiny object over here, let's drop it by April because we've moved on to this thing and that thing? Yeah.
2: Yes. And and again, at it's yes. Yes, but it's a yes and. Uh, A client of ours has a wholesale initiative. We want to do wholesale. So great. For me, I may not even share this with them to see what the theme is, but I'm going to identify a theme in the conversation. Why are they doing it? Is it wholesale for market share? So is it growth is their theme? Or is visibility their theme? They're very different strategic maps. Because you can still go wholesale but it changes who you're wholesaling to. It changes your price point. You see, it's all about, it's still financial management, mm-hmm. but deciding to have a wholesale initiative, which we see all the time, it's what not just why are you wholesaling, but what is the theme underlying that? Mm-hmm. And, and, and that makes a difference because suddenly they're like, well, you can also wholesale and just take a licensing fee. You can wholesale and create a lower market and go target route. You can wholesale and hit every boutique in the United States. Why are you doing it? Is it elevating your brand? Is it a brand play? Is it a visibility? I want the more people to see us. I mean, what is the theme? What What is the theme? These are and questions. then we can build an annual plan around it.
1: These are questions that are so essential to strategy and I, I think, in my experience, anyway, unexpected from the chief financial officer, which is a, um, which is part of what you do better. You're right, and and um, I think it's important to have some guided discovery around this. So, part of what I, what's interesting is that you were able to, without it seems too much effort, take those concept of what Stripe did and say, I would call that theme access. So it seems like you you have an ability. Pro CFO Partners has an ability to sort of. Uh, look at what you're doing and put language to it that says, okay, so now let's focus on that. And I, I just want to impress on people that some of this is stuff you can sort of examine to do yourself. But I think a lot of this is stuff where if you can get the right mindset, the right people in the room, they can start making some of those connections without you feeling like you need to have all the answers to that. You can be a person who's got ideas and someone else can help you sort and organize those ideas.
2: Yes. Yes. And I believe an expert CFO, and as I'm saying this, I'm seeing images of um, CFOs on our team, but an expert CFO has always done that in the partnership with the CEO. Yes. They've always done it. It's just not, it's subliminal. And we're saying, how do we do it better? We talk about it. We articulate it. We bring it to consciousness. We're not just doing it because we know each other and we're trying, we know what we're doing. We're actually doing it in a systematic, sustainable, and scalable way.
1: Holly Farty. Managing partner, co-founder, if there's a phrase that I'm going to etch into my existence and tattoo on my arm, and I hope everyone takes away, it is success begets failure, begets innovation, begets success, rinse and repeat. That is excellent and is a new way of thinking about things and uh, one that I can really appreciate. As Thank always, you. I'm just blown away by everything you have to say and share. Thank oh you so God. much for your generosity with that stuff and, and joining you. us again today. I'm I'm excited for people to listen to this one and, uh, and internalize <laughs> it. You. And reach out to us at Procevo Partners. If this is interesting, we'd love to talk about it with you for sure.
2: Yeah, I'd love to see what is your theme. Let's have a conversation and play a game. What's the theme?
1: Genius. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Holly.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening, and a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one today. Visit ProCFOPartners.com and learn how we can help you build a framework for financial management and growth.